We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friends. Yes, indeed, relationships and life can be confusing. But something I have found that helps alleviate the confusion and lend some perspective is learning from those that are a couple of steps ahead of me on this human journey. I've had a few people in my life hold my hand, share important life lessons with me, and assist me in becoming a more empowered version of my younger self. I'm immensely grateful and wholeheartedly credit my teachers and mentors for my current fulfilling, prosperous, and love-filled life. I know for sure I would not be where I am without them, both in my personal relationships and with my business. So I absolutely know how important mentors are. And so does my guest, Carolee Halo Seamus. She wrote a beautiful book called Amazing Mentors, Real Hot Mama's Path to Power. Carolee's book is a compilation of women that have shaped not only her life, but the lives of many, many women. Some of her contributors are former Congressman Lynn Woolsey, U.S. Army General Clara Adams, Yoga Journal co-founder Rayma Vernon, and many, many more. Not only is Carolee an author, she has a Ph.D. in holistic studies, is a clinical specialist in mental health, and a certified holistic nurse. She offers life transition guidance to help people overcome their fear of change, and she also supports women in claiming their inherent power so they can live their life to the fullest. So thank you so much for being here today, Carolee. I am so happy to be with you today on Empower Radio, Tammy. You have no idea. <laughs> well, I love that. <laughs> yes, we have this in common. We love to empower people. That's something that's so important to me, and I know it's one of your heartfelt intentions and desires as well, and you're doing such a great job at it. Thank you so much. You know, about 20, 30 years ago, I started my own business, and it was nurse empowerment workshops and services. It was called News, and I was paid by hospitals to go from hospital to hospital and healthcare facility and really get nurses inspired. And um, it was really fun. It was a lot of fun. So I decided now at this stage of my life, I'm in my 60s, I'm ready to take it to the general public. I'm ready to help women understand that no matter what happened to us early, we can get beyond it. And sometimes that even helps us develop particular strengths we'll need for the journey. And I don't think there's anything more important than that, really. I mean, as a younger girl, I wanted to be special, important, seen. But what I found to be much more fulfilling is supporting people in understanding who they are at the deepest level. And it sounds like that's something that uh, you've done and that you continue to do and now doing it in a bigger way. Exactly. You know, recently I read Gloria Steinem's book on doing 60 and 70. And in there, she talks about a few things that were very relevant for me. One of them is that she tried to get a book published many years ago. I think she wanted to call it the old lady book. And that the, maybe the title was off, but that her goal was the same as mine. Forty years earlier, Gloria Steinem wanted to bring some fabulous women mentor stories into a book. And the publishing industry looked at her and said, old women, not marketable. So I'm happy to tell you that we're moving into an era where old women 
are seen for who they are and who we are. And it's a very exciting time because throughout our story, older women have been the receptacles of knowledge. We have been Mm -hmm. the keepers of the wisdom of the cultures. And so when you look at our culture today and you see even our country, it's like an adolescent running around not knowing what it's doing, you know, and it's run by mostly men. So, yes, one of the mentors in my Amazing Mentors book is a real hot mama called Congresswoman Lynn Woolsey. And my daughters worked in her, on her campaigns when they were in their teens. Now they're in their 30s. And Congresswoman Woolsey and I just spoke last week at a local bookstore now that she's retired after 22 years in Congress. So she has a lot to share about how women can support each other and how we can be successful together. Mm, And I love hot mamas more than I love old ladies. (laughs) Because personally, you know, there's a connotation that I think we've had in our society. It's like, Older women don't have value. But what I love about the tide that feels like it's turning from my perspective is that there are certain women that are claiming this position. And it's up to us whether we do that or don't do that. For for example, I love um, Maya Angelou. That is a hot mama. She's in her 80s and she's like, do it if you can, girl. And I will sit and listen to her from morning to night because I think she has so much wisdom. And I think that's true for a lot of the women that you've interviewed in your book as well. So the difference is that these are not all well-known women. I purposefully chose women who had come into my life and inspired me who are just fabulous women doing everyday great things in their lives. And I wanted that to be part of the focus. Um, I was interviewed on a local television show, and she said, well, I only recognize two of the women. I'm so surprised. And I said, well, I did it on purpose. And she said, well, you know, the the motto of our show is everyday women doing extraordinary things. And I said, that's what this book is about. (laughs) Mm. That brings to mind something that uh, Mother Teresa said. There are no great things. There are only small things done with great love. And that's Mm. what I use as my kind of guiding light to do things with great love. And that seems to be the theme of your book. And I really love how you broke it down into three sections, healers, business and life, and then healing the world. Can you tell me about these three categories and, and how you came up with this? Well, I am actually an advanced practice certified holistic nurse. I'm one of the first group that came through that program. And we are trained to look at things through a very broad lens. Because I've studied medicine, because I have a degree in sociology, because I've studied human development, I put all of these things together and and synthesize the knowledge maybe it doesn't have a name of what what it's called today but it's women's studies all of everything we do and i'm proud to say that one of our daughters is getting her phd next year in women's studies from harvard college wow that's awesome (laughs) i didn't know they offered such a thing that's no i don't think they call it women's studies but it's the school of government and she lectures at the kennedy school of government so it's pretty exciting to see that the changes that we've made and gone through in our own lifetime, Tammy, are now being passed on and the next generation's taking over and doing just fabulous work. I totally agree with you. It does feel like the tides are turning for sure. So the sections of the book are that basically 
um, there are so many ways that we can heal. And I think that every woman in this book is a healer. Mm-hmm. And you know that healers, just as um, we were talking about the use of words is very important, healers have been ostracized for hundreds of years in our country. And that all started with um, when, uh, let's see, what's his name? One of the Rockefellers, I think, was sent to John Hopkins University, where he um, said, this is the standard of care, and every school in the country has to match this standard. Well, there was no way women couldn't go to medical school then, so they couldn't create women-centered schools. So a lot of things are changing. It's very exciting to be getting older. So the Healers Speak Out is one section, then inspirations in business and life, and then healing the world. I think we're all doing all of these things, but what I really want women to take away from our talk together is that you can be the woman you want to be. You can be whoever you want to be. And if you read this amazing mentor's book and read these women's stories, the one thing you'll see is that every woman here had plenty of challenges. Mm-hmm. One of them is a, was one of the first African-American women generals in the U.S. Army. And I was with her recently at a conference. Forty years later, 45 years later, she became a general in the Army. And she came from sharecropping family who didn't have the money to buy land to grow their food. So they had to pay half of their food to the landholder. And that was very common. Two of the black women in my book were sharecroppers' daughters. So we get to learn a lot more about the lives of other women our age that maybe we didn't know or know about. It's time for us to really start speaking out wherever we find ourselves. And it's interesting that my husband and I have written three thyroid books because the thyroid is a little gland housed in the fifth chakra, which is, you know, you you mentioned on your website about the Sanskrit information. The chakras are from the Sanskrit knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so the fifth chakra has to do with our willingness to speak our truth and to be fully who we are. Mm -hmm. And this is where I feel we are today. And my most important message to listeners out there and all these great women is get out there and do what you want to do and do it with all your heart, all your soul and all your knowledge, but don't go out there alone. Make sure you surround yourself with a circle of mentors so that when you hit those obstacles, you can say what Clara Adams Ender, the general says, she says, obstacles, what obstacles haven't I faced? And she says, I came to learn that facing those obstacles is what made me so good at who I am. (laughs) That's such a great quote. (laughs) Isn't that cute? I know. Just such a, you know, it's common sense. Look at how this has happened. And we can see and we can learn and we can trust. You know, something you're saying makes a lot of sense. I mean, how are you going to be really substantial unless you go through adversity and challenges? And I know for sure that those challenges and, and pain has what has helped me become more compassionate and more um, desiring to be of service. Exactly. And I think that is the human condition. I think for those of us who have a healer's heart, we do want to be of service. We want to learn how to help each other to heal. And where does that start? It always starts with me. I have to heal myself because if I'm sharing my energy with someone else, and I have been a teacher of energy studies, if I'm sharing my energetic field with another being, I have to be very grounded, very centered, and very conscious 
of what I'm doing with my energy at all times, you know, especially when I'm working with people. And so here we are, we are two people. And in that moment, your pain becomes mine. So we can breathe it out, we can transmit it, we can get rid of it, move on. Do not hold on to those old pains there. They can hurt us forever. And we just have to accept that's that's what life teaches us, isn't it? Uh, being human hurts. There's no way to I yeah. think, avoid or deny that. But I also believe healing occurs when we apply love to the places inside that hurt. And that's what I'm hearing you say that exactly. you do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so this story of an amazing mentor starts with my own personal story of early maternal abuse and trying to claim my self-esteem once I left home, trying to figure out who I was amidst the chaos of those other people who I didn't relate to very well and becoming my own person. The journey of becoming my own person has been so painful, but it's just like any journey with the peaks and the valleys. Would I trade any of it? Never, 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 because it's shaped me into who I am. And this body, this body is my map. It shows you where I've been and where I'm going is is a matter of mystery. <laughs> yes. And yes. that's what keeps it so fun. Yes, absolutely. And what I hear as you speak is um, a voice of comfort and confidence and empowerment. And how do we get there unless we, we go through the journey, you know, the wounded healer, so to speak. I think that's exactly. the most powerful kind of healer there is. Yes, because we have the compassion because we've gone through it. We can relate. We know the terrain. <laughs> yes, we've been there. We've been there. We can instantly feel that hurt. You know, I have a young mother friend who I dance with and um, just watching her go through these stages of such a rambunctious little girl mm-hmm. and going, oh, I was there. Oh, my gosh. You know, I'd forgotten all those years. It's like, whoa, day after day after day with these children and they have such such profound personalities you know and it's just been an amazing journey and um recently i've been i went to try and do some work with my mother some healing work and we just Mm -hmm. couldn't bust we couldn't bust through there's some really old patterns and a lot of pain that she carries Mm -hmm. and and she will not change so it's been a really interesting lesson She's been a teacher of a different uh, kind for you. Mm -hmm. Totally, because she had and has more power inside of her. She was like Hera, the the vengeful, raging woman, you know, and Mm -hmm. we all have our place in mythology and we all have those parts within us. But she never busted out of it. She never learned to channel that energy into into something that could really be constructive. I know she's tried, but in the end, it's it's sad for me. So yes, yeah, and it is sad. You know, it's hard to see those that we love hurting and not claiming their power. Um, yes, but you know, it's a, we live on a, a planet of free will and choice, and all we can do is take responsibility for ours. And I love that despite your early circumstances that you made a choice and then surrounded yourself with powerful women. I mean, of course, we'd love that to be our mother. But if it's not, we have a choice and we can look around and we can find 
um, other kinds of spiritual mothers or spiritual mm-hmm. mentors. Exactly. And at mm-hmm. one of the events that we've had lately for birthing the book, one of the mamas said, uh, she's a therapist, she said, you know, and her story is in the book, boy, she had no mothering. I had abusive mothering, but she had no mothering. And that's another kind of wound. And um, she said, I finally got that the earth was my mother and I didn't need anything else. You know, she really, when you get it on that level, especially if you are one of the motherless daughters or one of the daughters of abuse, then, you know, we all go on these journeys and you can find your own path. And this is just Napoleon Hill's recycled advice. I'm not even coming up with anything new. Napoleon Hill said, you know, taught us in his books how you could surround yourself with a circle of advisors and you tap into their wisdom when you're making decisions. And so I surround myself before I do anything with Barbara Dossi and Lynn Keegan and Claire, May, Claire, all these wonderful women, they're always around me. And then I, I really do sit in the center of that circle and breathe with them and ask for their wisdom to come to me. And then usually I will know what to do. It's, it's pretty profound. Yeah, I just love that. So, Carol, I have a question. Why do you believe that mentoring is the fastest way to authentic empowerment? Oh, that's not only my belief. That has come through the empowerment research of Albert Bandura, who for about 30 years has done self-efficacy and empowerment research. How do we empower ourselves? And what the research has shown, this is what I learned from sitting up night after night, outlining these very dense books, psychology books. And I, I finally realized, oh my gosh, I have been doing my whole life What this psychologist who's been studying empowerment for 30 years says is the most efficacious, and that is what he calls mastery modeling. Mastery modeling is following, finding people who are doing what you want to do Mm -hmm. or who are being how you want to be or who are living how you would like to live and go along right in their wake for a while and learn from that person. You will learn so much. And I think men more often have had mentorship in their lives than women have because of that early competition. So we're at a place where we have a lot of work to do to make up for that. And I think that Older women, younger women should join together, share share knowledge and wisdom. And I also feel strongly that until, because we are a majority in the population, because we are stronger as fetuses and we live longer. And because of all that, I feel that women have got to step up to the plate in our communities, in our government, wherever we find ourselves. If you've got a voice, get out there and use it. And that will not only be healing for you, but it will help your community to make decisions that are consistent with your own values. Mm. Yeah. What I hear you say is claim your power. And I really believe every single one of us has more power than we think. Yes. And the thing is when women have to learn to use it, that's why we need support from each other. Skills, tools, information, and support. That's how we empower ourselves. And that's, and we do it together. And when women are adding our voices at every level, this world's going to work the way it was meant to. Because I don't think it was, there were two genders put here so that one of them could be above the other. I just don't believe that. Therefore, until we're maybe 56% of government in our country, 
mm-hmm. we're not going to be making good decisions. And you can see it's that out of balance. Yeah. Of course it is. It's very out of balance. And guess what's the missing ingredient? Women. You, mm-hmm. you, yeah. every woman. That female energy. Yeah. Get yeah. out there and make sure that they're protecting our world. That's so true. I have a chapter in my book about balancing the masculine and feminine. And it's not yeah. just men or women. It's about the characteristics <laughs> of being and doing, feeling and thinking and really claiming our particular authentic shape and our power. So love everything you're saying. I'm just a wash in goosebumps. So much <laughs> wisdom. This is it's, great. It's joyful because women are the missing ingredient, Tammy. <laughs> yeah, women yes. are the missing yes. ingredient. There we are. It's us. If we it's don't true. get out there and use our voices, use our knowledge, use our intuition, and use our power, then we're the ones who are responsible for the changes not happening in a better way. That's so, so gosh, we have, yeah. And remember, it says on the back of my book, a quote from the Dalai Lama, the world will be saved by the Western, by the Western woman. woman. I love that so much. I think he said he wanted to come back as a Western woman. I think that's yeah. just, is that amazing? <laughs> That's so cool. uh, I don't blame are. him. I don't blame him. Do you? <laughs> no, I love it. I, I, I used to think, I, oh, gosh, I wish I was a man, but I'm having so much fun being a girl. I, yes. I really am a girly girl, you know, so uh-huh. I'm, I'm having fun claiming, embodying, relaxing into this and just having a blast with it. So that's- I love connecting with another woman that's just enjoying oh. the, exp- the human expression of being that, the divine feminine. I am, and I belly dance, so that adds to it. <laughs> How wonderful for you and your husband. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> Life is so good. Fantastic. Life is good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so great. So, Carolee, if somebody's thinking, well, yeah, I'd like a mentor, but I really don't know where to look. What, what, what would you say to them? What advice would you give about some of the characteristics of a great mentor? Well, I'm sure those vary depending on how we perceive and choose our world. But um, I would say read the Amazing Mentors book Mm -hmm. because you'll see what really good mentors look like. So you'll have some idea in mind. And my experience has always been that once we know what we want, it materializes. Have you found that? Oh, absolutely. You know, when we get really clear. Yeah. Then it can show up. Otherwise, you wouldn't even recognize it. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get clear claim it relax and then receive yeah. it that's what that's i found works pretty well it's just been beautiful and the more the more we help each other especially younger women i really feel that younger women have not um need more of what older women have to offer and uh you know that that whole thing about Older women not being a value. I think the old lady phrase is not popular. My mother has a visceral reaction to it. But Mm -hmm. my friend, Dr. Gladys, one of the mamas in my book, has written a book called The World Needs Old Ladies. And so she's forcing that term on people to say, yes, we're old ladies. We we do have wrinkles. The boobs do sag. Deal with it. (laughs) <laughs> and then she and then I tell the little story that in China, if a baby and an older woman would drown were drowning and you ask people which one would you say first, they will say the older woman because of the knowledge she carries. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yes. It's a little different than our society. You know, you go to the yeah. grocery store, you look at the magazines, it's always these really young 
beautiful yes. women, which is great. But where's the substance? Where's the depth, the complexity? Our country, mm-hmm. Yes, our country is still, compared to elder countries, we are still in our adolescence and we yes. certainly do act I've like said that. I've said that. We're like a little bratty teenage yeah. boy most of the time yeah. running around. And, yeah. Yeah. But if we got, <laughs> if we got over 50% women in Congress and the Senate, they would not, this, it would not keep going like this. It just yes. couldn't. Women wouldn't tolerate it. Yeah. And I do. And, I, and we've said this before in the show. I feel like the tides are definitely turning. And that Thanks. takes more of us, like you, Carolee, me, our producer, yep. Kyla, saying, yes, I'm yes. claiming my power and I'm going to share it with the world. Exactly. Yes. The world so, will be back. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. For our grandchildren. So mm-hmm. Yes. We have um, only a couple minutes left. So I would love it if you'd give people some information so they can find you, find your book, get in touch with you, get more of you. How can they do that? <laughs> it's pretty simple. Just go to my website, which is amazing mentors, plural, mentors, book.com. Amazing mentors, book.com. You can meet each of the mentors in the book and you can find out how to order the book. If you'd like to, it's on Amazon or it's getting on Barnes and Noble. For some reason it's taken forever. And, um, I look forward to hearing from any of you at my website where we can have some ongoing dialogue because I think it's important to have venues where older women can share with that younger women. And I, I was so grateful to have these women around me. I want to pass it forward. Mm. isn't that the way it goes you receive yep. the gifts and then you pay it forward it is yep. it's a circle it's it a is circle. a circle and it which never is the mandala yes yes it I is it. i know women see things from such a different perspective and that's that holistic lens i was talking about we look at things from such a large perspective we don't just look at this one little piece you know and that's so true that's so we true have and very I, I found that to be the case yeah I, and i, I think totally love it. given to us I'm not saying that men don't have it because I have a son who's very blessed with it, but many men don't honor it. It's and not as natural. It's not to honor yeah. their gifts. Exactly. It's not as natural. It's that amygdala. The, mm-hmm. the, what, the corpus callosum. Gosh, I feel like I keep talking to you. I'm, uh, I'm uh, bummed uh, that our show's over. I feel so inspired and uplifted. And I would love to do this again. Okay, this is, I'd great. love to have conversations with uh, wise women. And you clearly are in that category in a big, oh, big way. I love the idea. Oh, let's. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. You've been just okay. a blessing and a gift today. So, <laughs> Kylie. Carolee Halo Seamus, thank you so much for being here. Kylie, thanks for being my producer of the highest order. And Brent Carey, gosh, I love this forum called Empower Radio. I would never get to have these kinds of conversations without it. So thank you so much. And to my listeners, there wouldn't be a network without you. So I'm just so happy that you've uh, chosen to spend a little time with us here today on Journey to Center and Empower Radio. Get a hold of me. Come to my Facebook page, Tammy Balashevsky, or write to me at Tammy B. Ph.D., Go to my website, TammyBPhD.com. Would love to hear from you. Let's connect. Let's continue the conversation. So just take care of yourselves. Breathe into your heart. Know that you are a spark of the divine, that you deserve amazing, amazing things. You are the child in whom God is well pleased. Relax. Receive that. Claim it. And just uh, go out and share your gifts with the world. You are amazing. Onward and upward. Blessings to you. Bye for now.